This is a Morley Radio podcast. Welcome to London Hat Week podcast. I'm Georgina Abbott, co-founder of London Hat Week and owner of Atelier Millinery, a hat making business based in London. In this episode, we're joined by two of Morley College London's own millinery team, Sarah Lomax and Vesna Pesic. Unfortunately, we're not in the studio today for reasons beyond our control, so everybody's recording at home and therefore apologise for any questionable sound quality. Vesna and Sarah, thank you very much for taking part in the London Hat Week at Home podcast series. We'd like to find out a little bit about you and your millinery businesses. So, Sarah, could you tell us a little bit about your own label? Yes. Hi, my name's Sarah and I started my millinery journey straight after art college when I did an apprenticeship with Frederick Fox um, in the late 80s and it was a very traditional type of millinery apprenticeship. I was there for three years and probably for the first six months I didn't even touch a hat, I was just picking up pins. But I spent three years working there and learned everything that I know now. Um, I'm now co-owner of Lomax and Skinner, which is a small millinery business that is based in Lewis, East Sussex, that I run with uh, my very good friend, Rachel Skinner. Uh, I'm also co-author of Millinery, The Art of Hat Making, which is a project-based millinery book. Um, And I teach here at Morley College. I teach the Contemporary Millinery class, which runs on a Wednesday evening, um, and also various short courses that run throughout the year, short sort of masterclasses, let's call Mm. them. (laughs) Wow, it sounds (laughs) jam-packed. Yeah, a little bit busy. (laughs) And um, Vesna, how about you? Could you tell us a bit about your label? Yeah, um, so um, I um, originally come from Yugoslavia, from the Serbian part, best known for tennis uh, player Novak Djokovic. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And... um, yeah, well, I, I'm, my label is very small um, and um, London-based, uh, and I um, mostly work with like uh, young designers, up and coming, and some artists um, and private clients. Um, and I also lecture at um, Morley and Kester and Chelsea, um, and, and I am one of the founding members of British Hat Guild. Thanks, Vesna. I think that's how... Um, so I met both of you through the British Hat Guild, but I knew of you before um, and also knew that you were both teaching at Morley. Um, so so it's great to have um, some of Morley College's team in this podcast series to find out a little bit from behind the scenes. Um, but I wanted to ask you, how did you find out about London Hat Week? And Vesna, could you, can you remember how you found out about it? I um, I think, I mean, it was years ago, uh, I was working at Stephen Jones, so I think it's probably from Kate or Martine or Sally, mm. 
you know, somebody in the workroom was talking about uh, London Hat Week. Um, so, yeah, pretty much from the start, <laughs> I think. It's a small world, isn't it? Yes, yeah. <laughs> and Sarah, how about you? How did you hear about it? Well, I was going to say exactly the same. It is a small world and there's not much that happens in millinery without the rest of us finding out about <laughs> it. I've been aware of London Hat Week for some years now, just mm. be, just because I've been aware of it. <laughs> That's great. And now, what was the first time you got involved? Uh, last year, actually, um, and through Morley College, where London Hat Week was holding quite a few of their events, um, myself and Vesna and Claire Strickland did a talk, and we also ran a course. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember seeing Vesna being interviewed about the exhibition as well. Vesna, could you tell us a bit about that? Yes, we. Um, so we were. It was the. London, uh, uh, oh, I can't, London TV or something like that. Uh, um, and they they found out about our exhibition and they came and uh, interviewed me. Um, that was quite a bonus because our <laughs> exhibition is small and it was, um, last year was the first time we, we done it. So both um, Sarah's and my student, um, you know, participated and it was uh you know lovely to do it in in the time when the London Hat Week is um so um yeah it was uh, yeah, and it, it looked great and it, it was great seeing you interviewed and um seeing it on social media it's always really good fun when we see external coverage uh, of our events <laughs> it gets very yeah, totally overexcited about the whole thing yes um, yeah. <laughs> we have um, a series that we've been running for a while called london hat week headliners and and we have the same questions that we ask to everybody who takes part so we gave the questions to sarah and vesna and uh, this is what they made of them so the first question i think is what was the first hat you made or bought, Sarah? I clearly remember the first hat that I made. I was an apprentice at Frederick Fox and I had an invitation to Royal Ascot. And so I was incredibly excited to go to that and um, incredibly excited to make my own hat because I think probably I was still picking up pins when it came to customers' hats. Um, and I made myself a little Breton-shaped hat out of a really beautiful parabuntal straw. And I still have it. I haven't looked at it for a long time. It is in the attic. But, um, no, it's a very special hat for me. Must be. And what about you, Vesna? Um, so my my first hat that I remember buying was an oversized red velvet beret. I mean, it was 80s, so <laughs> it was <laughs> quite a thing. Um, but the, then I started making turbans. I loved wearing turbans. Um, so I'd use any kind of um, scarves and, you know, just drape it straight on my head um i didn't know anything about millinery and then my 
probably my first hat when I started studying millinery was a paper hat and I made a bicorn and for decoration I used um, you know the wire from the, the, the scrubbing the dishes I think I still have it <laughs> somewhere in the attic <laughs> and and did, did you wear it did it get much wear oh no no it, it I do have a picture, though. I must uh, dig it out. I'd love to see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and what is your favourite hat to wear, your favourite type of hat to wear? Hmm. It's probably uh, my kind of flat cap uh, slash beret that I make. They're very soft, easy to, you know, uh, put in the bag and I most of the times I have it in my bag uh, just you know if I want to be protected from the rain or from the sun um, you know it's there it doesn't kind of get ruined um, so yeah um, that kind of funny it's, it's a very simple simple hat but definitely my favorite exactly the same for <laughs> me I would go for a beret all the time and it's just well it was really good what Stephen Jones said in a previous episode of this um, podcast that it's not too much, but hopefully just enough. And I think that's a fantastic way of describing a beret. And, you know, just sort of I feel like I've got a hat on. But if I want to stay quiet, I can be quiet in my in my beret or I could be loud, depending on how I style it. Yeah. Yeah. True. Who would you most like to make a hat for? I think definitely Erin O'Connor, because since I've you know started kind of studying millinery, I used to draw her always. So she's my model for my 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 designs, and she wears hats beautifully. I mean any any hat. Um, so yeah, I would like to make a hat for her. Maybe Duchess of Cambridge. Um, and Elizabeth Gilbert, who did author from America, um, mostly famous for Eat, uh, Love, Pray um, book and film with Julia Roberts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yes. how about you? Well, I'd have to. I'd have to say I'd really like to make a hat for the Queen. Uh, again, when I was an apprentice, I made a trimming that went on a hat that she wore, which was really exciting. And I'd really like to make the whole hat for her one day. I think maybe because of that sort of traditional training that I had, I really love the sort of tight. I love a tidy hat, you know, one that you've made sort of completely to the block. And one I'd like to make it in Spartra and have a material covered tidy hat for the queen yeah if you could go back in time to have a hat made by any milliner or hatter for yourself who would it be sarah oh well we did have a little discussion about this earlier didn't we when we found out that we'd yeah. both chosen the same designer so we'll we will just go for that and we'll maybe have different reasons why we both chose her um and of mm. course she is chaparelli and she is definitely who I would love to have a hat made by. Uh, she's our, the original sort of fashion meets art milliner. And I 
We'd like to have the hat made now in 2020, not back in the 30s or 40s. I'd like it to have a bit of a sort of 2020 aesthetic and just because I think it'd be interesting to see what she would come up with. You know, life is a little bit surreal at the moment and I would like to see if that is reflected in the hat that she designs for me. And what about you, Ved? Oh, we, well, we already know that you've chosen the same designer. So what are your reasons for choosing her? Schiaparelli, um, I don't know. Um, it's that um, influence of Dali in, in her designs, um, you know, and um, surrealism uh, that really kind of gets me uh, with Schiaparelli. Um, so she's definitely my first choice. My second choice is somebody very different, Mr. John from, from America. Um, oh, you know, mostly famous for like Vivian Lee's uh, uh, Gone, Gone with the Wind hat. Uh, um, and mostly because, um, you know, his focus was on the form, not so much on the decoration or, or, or trimming. So, um, in that way, uh, and also like soft hairstyles and relaxed um, as well. So, yeah, I think I would like to have a hat made by him. <laughs> Maybe you could have two made for you. Oh, yes. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> and our next question is, what was your favourite uh, hat for film or theatre or television? Oh, I have loads. <laughs> I can't choose one. Um, so obviously the, you know, Gone with the Wind, but also from kind of recent ones, it's um, had from a marvellous Mrs. Maisel. I, I, oh, I yeah. thought they were really, really lovely. Um, and from like when I was younger, Liza Minnelli's from uh, Baller from the Cabaret. Uh, I love a baller. I think it's, uh, you know, timeless. Um, yeah, and um, that's from Great uh, Gatsby. With, oh, they're um, beautiful. Robert Redford. Yeah, both, uh, both male and, and fe female, like Mia Farrow's. How about you, Sarah? Well, I'm going to have to choose Tommy Shelby's uh, newsboy cap from Peaky Blinders because I think uh, Killian Murphy looks incredibly handsome in it. Um, that's my number one reason. Um, but also the hat plays such a starring role in the series. And it's just as Indiana Jones's hat that uh, Michelle from Petersham's chose. Um, it's, it just defines who Tommy Shelby is. And he couldn't be a Peaky Blinder if he didn't have his hat on. And I think it just sort of reminds us how powerfully transformative hats are you know on and off screen yeah. you know they can define you as a member of a group you know your work or a social group or your religion but also your individual identity and hats are really important yeah and we should be shouting about them more <laughs> yeah no I, I totally agree what tips do you have for someone who is choosing a hat for themselves, maybe for the first time? Uh, well, the first thing that came to mind when I saw that question was to tell somebody that they must love that hat 
and you know they must feel it and that it's good to take advice but if your best friend doesn't like it and you do you know still buy it that's the hat for you and you know that it's got to feel comfortable and you've got to feel comfortable in it you know not only design wise but how it actually fits i think the fit is so super important for any hat and you know it's all about fit 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 because no matter how much you love that hat or how great it looks on you if you're constantly having to sort of hold it on or fiddle around with the comb or the elastic you won't look great in it and um, that will probably spoil your day what about you, Vesna? What are your thoughts on choosing hats? I mean, same, same as yours, I think the fit is, is the most important, but I think try as many hats as possible and don't be afraid to stand out. Yeah. Um, you know, I think um, it, it, people are just not used to um, wearing a hat. and But I, I know when people do, um, they get smiles on the you know on the public transport or you know or going somewhere and um usually they are i think um you know opener um for people to to meet people to to speak to all sorts of people um so yeah try as many as possible yeah definitely yeah next question could you finish a sentence the joy of hat is. Ah, uh, yes. Now, I wanted to change this sentence just a little bit, if I'm allowed to, and have it as the joy of making a hat is. Um, because I think making hats are everything. Uh, they just make me happy. It just makes me happy. It's fashion and it's sculpture. And there's such an enormous variety. And every hat you make will be different and will present its own challenges. And you work with different materials and colors and it's constant creative problem solving all sort of mixed up within a contemplative, mindful process. And then you get to wear it. I mean, what could be better? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about um, you? <laughs> uh, for me, the joy of a hat is that it can hide you, it can protect you, oh, yes. it can make you stand out. Um, it will make you feel for confident for sure. Um, and you will walk differently. When you put a hat, you will walk differently. Um, and it will definitely lift, lift up your mood. Uh, so I think a hat can be all sorts of things. It's so versatile. Depends on um, occasion or not occasion. <laughs> uh, you know. Is it every day or is it an occasion hat? There's so many joys with hats. Definitely. <laughs> oh, to thank you so much, Sarah and Vesna. Thanks for answering the headliners questions. It's great to hear how much passion you have for hats. Um, you've, you're both very experienced in teaching and making, but we can still hear that it's still an exciting process um, and, and something that you both love. So I wanted to ask you first, Vesna, how long have you been teaching at Morley College? So about four years. Um, I started at um, 
textile foundation course where I still, um, you know, teach as a part of the team. Uh, but I, my, my, my part is conceptual headwear. Um, so, and I still enjoy, you know, every year, um, the new new students come and you know they they're doing textiles so they can be slightly afraid of uh, of making mm. a, a you know a headpiece um and then by the end of the uh, they're all kind of always amaze me uh and they're all yeah. you know much more relaxed and um, confident and then you know i i'm doing also the term long and um courses um and the on the fashion department um, and uh, some short um, millinery courses as well. And um, at um, Kester and Chelsea, I started about two years ago. Um, so at the moment, I'm doing a city and guilds um, millinery level two. And I was supposed to do some short courses now. Have they been cancelled? Yeah. And how about you, Sarah? How long have you been at Morley? Well, I must have started the same time as Vesna. It was this time four years ago that I started in the millinery department doing a uh, sub, one of the sort of summer programmed millinery courses, a two-day course, and then went on to do the evening course the following autumn. So... For almost four years. Mm. So, um, what do you think is the next big challenge for the millinery team at Morley, Sarah? Well, I, I think it has. I think I have to say it's developing online courses for our millinery, or or trying to sort of develop course that is effective for teaching millinery online. Yeah, it's it's. It's a very difficult thing to achieve effectively, isn't it? it? I know lots of different people are trying it in different ways. So there's um, quite a few seminars and webinars and Zoom <laughs> formats. It's it's going to be a big challenge. Um, Vesna, what do you think is the next big one for the millinery team? That one, the, the, the online um, delivery, because I think both of us, we want to give you know, real value um, mm. to to the students. Um, so, you know, beside the technical issues, we, you know, cannot expect everybody to have everything at home. So yeah. we we are putting our thinking caps on. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, as you know, we've had to postpone London Hat Week Live this year. Um, we are at the moment working through the schedule and um, planning to hold it in October. So what we wanted to know was which is the event that you are most looking forward to when, we all, when we're all allowed out again at London Hat Week in October. Uh, Vesna, how about you? Mm, probably the opening evening, <laughs> seeing everyone, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the party. Yes, yeah, I mean, that's going to be huge novelty um and um you know we're lo- looking forward to teaching our a little you know workshop um and and um british head guilds talk uh probably the next one yeah and sarah how about you 
Well, pretty much the same. I'm certainly looking forward to the British Hat Guild talk. I think that'll be really interesting. But I'm looking forward to doing our course. I was sad that it got cancelled from um, from before, and we're going to be mm. running a what I think would be a very useful block making course and something that you can then very easily make your own blocks at home without any specialised equipment. So I'm looking forward to running that and and to working with Vesna for that. I think it'd be lovely that both of us are working on the same course for us, but also for the students to have two milliners. Absolutely. I wish I could join you. <laughs> I look at oh, please do. Every year I look at the schedule and I have a secret wish list of all the things I would like to book onto, <laughs> but um, don't have the time. So, but, but that's great. And we're certainly looking forward to having you involved again. And, and let's hope we can um, go ahead as planned in October because it's it will be so much fun um, so Vesna and Sarah thank you so much for joining us today and um, giving us your take on London Hat Week and um, a slight behind the scenes look at, at Morley College too so you've been listening to Sarah Lomax and Vesna Pettick with me Georgina Abbott of London Hat Week on Morley Radio to find out more about London Hat Week, visit www.londonhatweek.com or follow London Hat Week on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter.